Welcome to Earthscaper Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Nanette. This is a podcast about our traveling adventures. Reviews on movies and food. And and music. music. Welcome back, travel junkies. As we continue, blah, 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 as we continue our travels in Scotland. All right, so we ended our last episode by sleeping in the car at the old man of store. Yeah. How did you sleep that night? Uh, not good. No. No. Me neither. (laughs) Up, off, and on, but there were other cars there, so we weren't quite alone. So that made me feel a little better anyway. We tried to get up to man of store to the base of it the previous night if you listened to our episode but uh ended up turning around and going back it was just getting a little too late and we were tired so we spent the night in the car like we said didn't sleep well we got up the next day and it was raining the entire time but we donned our frog togs that we bought. If you don't know what frog togs are, that's a brand of rain gear that you can buy. We had jackets and pants. And so we put that on in our hats and our gloves because it was pretty chilly. I think it was about 50 degrees or so, if I remember correctly. And got out our walking truck poles because we were planning on taking the short path like we did the night before and we knew it was pretty steep and rocky and so that was going to help us out so that's what we did so what exactly is the mana store we talked about it yesterday about how it was a rock slide and these boulders boulders, thank you (laughs) got stuck completely vertical but they considered a rocky hill and it's on the peninsula of the isle of Skye and it is ancient landslides the it is the longest feature in great britain it says and the hill presents as it says a steepy rocky eastern facing face overlooking the sound of rasse and it has grassy slopes to the west the rocks and the boulders are black and gray i would say and if you look straight on the man of store which is a boulder that sits by itself in front of the rest of the mountain you can't even see it it blends completely in you have to almost see it from the side it is like the weirdest um sight playing trick on you it's really strange But the area that does sit in front of the cliffs of the store is known as a sanctuary, they call it. But um, we already talked about how it was in the film Prometheus. And um, I don't think it's been in any other films, at least not that I know of. Well, anyway, we we made it up there and in the rain. So needless to say, we were pretty much ready for some hot coffee and a warm meal and I think we made it back down my notes say about 8 30 so nothing was really opened yet so I remember driving around trying to find a place and we did find a cute little cafe called Cafe Arriba Uh, A-R-R-I-B-A do you remember that place it was all the different colors it was yellow and red and you had to walk up the stairs oh yeah yeah. and sat up there it was a neat little place and we ordered breakfast which was just basically a roll of bread and then you got your choice of one item rolled into it and that that was pretty much a staple around every little place in Scotland so you get these rolls with your choice of a meat or egg or I don't know some some kind of vegetable or something on the inside of it and of course we had to order our cappuccino Mm -hmm. which we either got you usually got americano and i usually got a mocha and then in between we got our espresso we got to eat we got um our hot coffee and a warm meal and kind of rejuvenated ourselves to get ready for our next adventure which was the fairy pools the fairy pools 
were um, derived from what is considered a broad valley is how they came up with that. So basically it's a bunch of little tiny waterfalls that flow into a little pool and then that flows into a little waterfall into another little pool and it just keeps going. Well, it's not just one set. There are several sets that are all around. This place I thought was completely magical, although it was raining the entire day. It was pretty muddy yeah. and slippery. Yeah. We we didn't get to observe the color, right? No. It was pretty brown and mucky. Yeah, the rain barely did it. What, somebody had told you what to expect when we saw that as far as the colors. Didn't they say it would be like this blue? Oh, yeah. Transparent, like a really crystal clear blue. Yeah. Unfortunately, color. you know. Yeah. You, you can't pick the weather, weather as they always say. Yesterday was better. <laughs> so they say about everything. Yesterday was better. But that's okay. Nonetheless, it was still pretty amazing to see. And there were a lot of people there this time. We got really lucky in the places that we saw that we didn't run into a ton of people. But today it was. But just be prepared for the rainy days because, like I said, that was pretty slippery. There's no trail. You're walking on open valley, you know. So it's pretty bumpy. Take your take your rain gear and your your trekking. I could imagine if it was dry and I don't know. Anyway, so they've got a parking lot and it, they do charge you five pounds for parking. And um, it's muddy, it's slippery, but it was still worth it. It was really worth it. After that, let's see. So, yeah, obviously we looked around, took some pictures. We didn't stay real long, I think, because it was pouring down rain. But next on our itinerary list was Eileen dunan castle mm-hmm. yeah so this is the castle that pretty much everybody's familiar with because it's the castle that you see sorry you hear our dog rocky approves rocky approves uh this castle you see on a lot of the cookie tins or on do you remember the old tapestry calendars that like yeah. your great grandmother used to have yeah. so it was on a lot of those on postcards this is the castle that they uh, use a lot, and I can understand why. So, Eileen Dunan Castle means Island of Dunan, is what that means. And Dunan is said to have established a church on the island. However, there is no trace of this church whatsoever, but it's in the books. The castle was founded in the 13th century, and the clan Mackenzie and their allies, the clan McRae, are the ones that became the stronghold of the castle. That was after MacLeod. Yes. From Highlander. There can only be one. There can only be one. So. <laughs> Had to get that Highlander oh, in there, huh? Well, anyway, um, so during our visit, it still was just pouring down rain. But even through the rain, you could see how elegant. I think this castle was elegant. Mm -hmm. Not majestic. I mean, it was, but it was elegant. It has got a backdrop that is jaw-dropping is all I can say. The, the greenery, it's surrounded by water. It also has mountainous terrain in the background. So you have all those beautiful green, brown colors coming in. There is a long stone bridge. It leads from the parking lot area to the castle. And this bridge is made of the ancient stone and then it has several archways like underneath the walkway and the water level though was super super low it was, yeah, receded a lot. yeah so you had to kind of put your imagination there because it was pretty dry there but you could still picture it there is a scottish flag that flies at a high mast um, to the front 
of to the front right of the castle and that was pretty cool it was 10 pounds to get in and we may do that next time no we did not go in i know you probably think we're crazy but we just weren't that interested in going to the inside and there were a ton of people if you did all of that stuff you would probably spend a million pounds like going into every single thing and you know you got to pick and choose what you want to go see and what you want to go do we were more into wanting to see the nature and the surroundings not so much the insides i think we agreed on that we agreed on that before we went like there's there's several uh, castles we went into and you know was free obviously right the free ones i'm just talking about the ones like you had to pay for Thirty dollars a pop. Yeah, so we kind of talked that over what we were gonna pay for to go see and what we wanted to do. So, right. yeah, that ended our day for that, and then the next day we went to find Nessie. Yes, we went to Loch Ness. I had to go find Nessie. Had to, but. She must have been being too shy because we never did find her. Nope. Darn it. But it was still really, really cool. The town, which is like one roundabout yeah. <laughs> in the town, everything on every store window has something about Nessie. You know, all the boat rides to, you know, go explore and to buy stuffed animals and all the souvenirs about Nessie. Uh, It's just everywhere. There's an exhibition center. There's a tour center. There's boat tours and just all that kind of stuff. We were not interested in doing any of that. We basically drove around the lake a little ways and just stopped. And you can see video on our YouTube channel that we have. And I also, we both blogged about it on our blog, earthscaperus.com. You can read about it. But it was really cool. It was really neat just to say that you were there and you saw it. Now, if you've listened to our other podcast, if you remember, I always say, I have to touch the body of water. Yeah, I couldn't do that this time. I'm really bummed about that. Really bummed. But it is what it is. Up next, after that, we happened upon your quit, your cart castle. I am so horrible at pronunciation. Maybe I should look that up and make a note on how to phonetically pronounce. Anyway, it's U R Q U H A R T. We know nothing about this castle. It was closed when we went. It was neat to see, and it's right there by Loch Ness. So that that made it real easy. It wouldn't hurt to go and check it out. Um, it ha- it So it's in ruins, but it does date from the 13th to the 16th centuries. I did read that about it. And it was an early medieval fortification. Mm-hmm. And that's about, I don't know, I we don't know a lot. It, it did play a role in the wars of the Scottish independence in the 14th century. And it was subsequently held as a royal castle. And it was raided on several occasions by the McDonald Earls of Ross. The McDonald's come up a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were big over there. But it was finally granted to the Clan Grant in 1509. Though the conflict with the McDonald's continued, as it always does. Um, It was partially destroyed in 1692 to prevent its use by Jacobite forces. And then it, after that, it just kind of decayed. Again, information information via Wikipedia. Love that. Well, that ended our day, and uh, that it, that's it. We then went on. Let's see, what did we do? I think we started to kind of wind down after that. Because now we're down to, like, the last couple days. That is, if I remember correctly and looking at my notes, we couldn't find a campsite that night either. No. And we ended up spending the night in the car again. (laughs) 
we were going to try to wild camp, but the temperature was going to get down to 42 degrees. We did not save ourselves enough time to try to find a space. They say to allow yourself two hours. Well, big fail. We failed. We did not even pay attention to the time, and therefore we slept in the car. But our goal for the next couple days was to kind of wind down. We didn't have really any kind of objection um, at this point because we're getting ready to head back home. And we're pretty tired. We're about ready to, to head back home. We had about two and a half hour journey to go back towards Edinburgh to, you know, catch the plane and like that. And we came up across this little cute town Pilockery P-I-T-L-O-C-H-R-Y it only had a population of 2,776 so it was pretty cute it lies on the river Tummel T-U-M-M-E-L and it is known for a festival theater that they have that they put on they also have um, a salmon ladder, and if you know anything about salmon, it's when they go upstream, and so they have the ladder there, so where they jump the stream, and then they're in another port, and then they jump up another port. Anyway, you can read more about that on your own if you'd like. We did go through that, and it was okay. Noth- nothing major. They're, they had some safety issues that they were working on, so they had the viewing area shut down, but they did have video that you could could look at. However, with that being said, they had, for you women, they had the cutest, quaintest, and yes, that's a word, quaintest, little restaurant I have ever seen in my life. You will have to see the pictures on our YouTube it was made of cobblestone and it was surrounded by these gorgeous big flowers of light pinks and dark pinks, tiny bit of purple and just full. So while I was taking pictures of this magnificent restaurant, well, let me back up. We looked at the menu of the restaurant we were going to eat in there. And I think a small like turkey club sandwich was like 20 pounds it was ridiculous expensive so we opted not to eat there although I would have loved to because it was along the water you could have had your little table by the water anyway we didn't do it and that's okay but while I was taking pictures I touched some thistle which if you know anything about Scotland, there is thistle everywhere. And all I'm going to say is step away from the thistle because, man, did it hurt. And it hurt for about four hours. It stung so bad. I think Kevin got tired of hearing me talk about how my finger hurt. But it hurt. <laughs> um, let's see. When we were done with that, we found this cool idea i don't know why there's not more of this but we had to get gas do you remember this we go to the gas station Mm. and we get gas and we were like what everybody's like driving away we thought no it is a drive-through gas station well kind of you get your gas and then you drive your car up to pay for it i think that's like the coolest idea Mm -hmm. that's cool it was, and it's the only one we've ever seen. It was the only one in Scotland that we saw. I thought that was that was pretty cool. The gas prices were about the same as ours. Now you have to do your conversion from uh, gallons to liters because they do theirs by liters, but it turned out to be just about the same, give or take a little bit. But um, while we were driving around through this breathtaking scenery that we absolutely loved we saw a sign for huntington tower castle so we thought you know why not get some good pictures um it was built in stages from the 15th century by the clan ruthven family and of course it was closed as always it seemed like that's what we ran against but we got to see the outside and take pictures um i wouldn't say there was anything really 
great about it. It just, it was there. And like I said, we were driving around and didn't have anything to do. But um, yeah, 15th century. Pretty cool. Next, it was, we needed a place to stay. This time, we were smart enough to try to find a place ahead of time, like a couple hours ahead of time, but we were going to find a place, not try to wild camp. So that's when we came across a place that I consider to be a diamond in the rough, and it was called Comrie Croft Campground. Remember that place? Yeah. Was it the neatest place? You have to go and look at our video. I did a video of it on our YouTube channel. And I walk from the very entrance part all the way around it. So what's really cool about this place is it's got a tea garden. And it's got a little, I would call it a little market. They're little... Organic fruits, yeah. Yeah has everything organic and they grow all of their own vegetables on site but this tea garden is just unbelievable it's got little wooden tables and chairs outside on a deck that has an overhang over it so if it's raining and on the overhang it is all threaded with vine And then hanging around the outside every so often is a teapot that is um, being held up by like a macrame plant holder type of thing. Then they have uh, white lights. Then the best part of all is they have pieces of sheepskin laying on the backs of the chairs that you can wrap around your shoulders for when it's a cool morning or a cool night. They didn't stay open real late, but their place where you order at has a glass case and it, of course, has all their pastries and they look absolutely divine. But then you can also eat inside and inside is very eclectic. They have mismatched tables and chairs, which is very cool. They have... It's, it's got like a bird cage with a glass head in it. Then they've got black crows around. They have feathers. They have deer antlers with teacups hanging from them. They have old books everywhere. They have an old bookshelf that is just filled with little different kind of knickknacks and old clocks and I don't know. It's just really, really cool. And you just cannot get the sense of it unless you see a picture. The camping ground is also a huge mountain bike um, thing. They have mountain bike paths, and they also have a mountain bike repair shop on site. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It was really cool. They have a kitchen on the outside that has sinks and refrigerators that you're welcome to use. They have showers. They have microwave. They have all of that stuff. They even have little fire pits that you can use. Yeah. Yep. Purchase wood. They have, um, like I said, all their vegetables and everything are um, pesticide free. They have uh, range free organic fed hens that they get all of their eggs from. And everything is natural or organic that they sell. It was, it was really a cool, cool place. That was, that was really good. Um, they keep these little fresh flowers, wild flowers on the table. Did you mention the pods around? No, I didn't. I forgot. Yeah, there's a couple pods that, you know, house two or three people. Very yes. Cool. So they were TP pods is what he's talking about. They said they go for about 100 a night. And right outside the TP pod is a picnic table and a... Um, a grill that you can use but the way they have the tp set up is they have these little wooden fences with a little wooden gate that you open and it's got the little number on the gate and you open that little hobbit might go in there yeah 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 it it was really cool i think they said they have seven of those yeah about six or seven yeah it was really cool um they are heated They've got uh, like wood burning stoves on the inside. I wish we could have 
went in and seen seen what it looked like in the out in the inside but anyway but we were the only one camping in the tent so that was nice you know that is true yeah Yeah. everybody else was up in a camper up on the hill yeah so if you go up the hill yeah there was um a lot of camping sites up there we we it's pretty peaceful where we're at yeah because nobody was where we were at everybody else went back up into the trees and we just stayed where we where we were so Mm -hmm. yeah but um you know we we got our coffee and and all of that and had our cappuccino and the next day we got up and had our coffee yeah, and that was pretty nice and so that next day we packed up our stuff and we headed to what is called Dunblane Castle or Dublane Cathedral so this cathedral was built between the 11th to 15th century and it contains the graves of Margaret Drummond of Stonehall. Uh, I'm sorry, that's Stobhall, S-T-O-B-H-A-L-L. So she was a mistress of King James IV of Scotland and her two sisters. So imagine that, that they actually had a cathedral for the mistress. That's like unbelievable to me they almost were more important than the actual queen i just i think that is just ridiculous i don't know but um anyway that was a pretty neat cathedral um there's no bishops in scotland that was one of the things we learned there at the cathedral and um i don't know that there was anything else about that Oh, I know what it was. Let me let me read my note here. Let's see. So it contains those uh, Margaret and a mistress. It says Margaret Drummond of Stobhall, a mistress of King James IV of Scotland and her two sisters, are all said to have been poisoned. Ah, imagine that. I, I couldn't imagine that. I'd love to have a poison ring. Mm-hmm. You know what those are? No. So they're they're a ring that sits real high and you can open it up. Oh yeah, yeah. You open the top and then you, you dip that little dip poison in. in the. Just, yeah. yeah. I just I don't know. I think those are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They're just cool looking. <laughs> don't be scared. Yeah, it's don't okay. Use it on me, please. <laughs> don't be scared. Yeah. All right. So next we were headed towards Edinburgh because we wanted to see the William Wallace Monument. So we had had that on our schedule to see that first, but our plans got kind of changed around. And I know, Kevin, you were really wanting to see that. That was like on your list of things to do. What'd you think of it? Tell tell our listeners about what you thought about William Wallace Monument. Um, it was very cool. As um, you you know, jump into the uh, trail. You know, it took you up probably about a half a mile and it was steep and it was steep very steep and in return they would have uh, some artist uh, carve some wooden figurines you know like a bench or like yeah a bear here in the corner or you know the actual he he carved the actual Henry you know the Wallace uh, is it Henry um it was um it was William, William. Wallace. I keep wanting to say Henry. I know. Well, I was doing that, yeah. too. I probably got you caught on Freedom. that. Freedom. <laughs> Everybody sees Braveheart. But, um, yeah, so he... Like a miniature, miniature version. Miniature version of it. He carved. So it was really, really cool. But, yeah, it was, it was steep. Yeah. You know? And they had buses taking, you know, the elderly up all yeah. the way. Because it was steep. Yep. You couldn't walk that trail. But going up to the castle, you know, um, just the overlook from it, you know, it was just... You could yeah, see the whole panoramic. town. Yeah, panoramic. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's what Braveheart was based on. Was William? Well, that was his, yeah. Wallace. Wallace, and that was his monument they built for him for his. So know. we thought the monument was going to be older, but it wasn't no. really, was it? No. And um, he, so Sir William Wallace, I made a few notes here, was a 13th century Scottish hero. And the monument actually was completed in 1869 by John Thomas uh, Rockhead. I'm probably so saying that wrong. It was 18,000 pounds is how much it cost. It is 220 foot, and it is a sandstone tower, and it's built in the Victorian Gothic style. 
and it stands on the Abbey Craig, which is a volcanic craig above, and you know I am not even going to be able to pronounce this, C-A-M-B-U-S-K-E-N-N-E-T-H, Cambuskenneth Abbey, I'm probably butchering that. Um, from which Wallace was has said to have watched the gathering of the army of King Edward I of England just before the Battle of Stirling Bridge in 1297. How cool was that? He was born in 1270, and he died the 23rd of August in 1305. He was one of the main leaders during the First War of Scottish Independence. And he also defeated an English army at the Battle of Stirling Bridge in September 1297. But Wallace was captured and near Glasgow, and he was handed over to King Edward I of England, who had him hanged, um, drawn and quartered for high treason and crimes against English civilians. Hmm. Again, thank you, Wikipedia. What would we do without Wikipedia? How did we do that? We actually had to go to the library and look encyclopedias. Anyway, that is your history lesson for the day. And um, that was a really cool place. You definitely should have that on your bucket list. So anyway, we were on our way after that. And we needed to find our place to lay our head next. And we came across Witch's Craig Caravan. Weird name for a place, but... It was a camping place. It was very nice, very clean. Had showers, laundry room, kitchen area, everything. So we pitched our tent, and then we headed out to the town of Sterling. And it was about 7 p.m. or so, and most of the places were closed, but we found pizza, a place called Pizza Express. Mm -hmm. And wow, was that amazing. Did we hit it right or what? That pizza was so good. We ordered what they called barbacoa. And it was a smoky, spicy, full-flavored poured, uh, pulled beef. And it had spicy chipotle salsa, garlic oil, mozzarella, tomato, and finished with a fresh tomato, red onion, fresh coriander on a Romano base on a very, very thin crust. And then it was served with a bottle of olive oil that had several cloves of garlic mixed in it. Remember that? Oh, my gosh. That was so yummy. And that ended our day. And that was so yummy. Our bellies were full. We had great memories. It was a great day. So we headed back and got a great night's sleep. So we wake up the next day. We only have two days left in Scotland. And I see an ad for something called the Surgeon's Museum. Well, I don't know if you know me or not, but I spent 13 years working in the surgery world. So, of course, that was on my to-do list. That was very, very cool. I... Okay, so you don't know anything about surgery or worked in surgery. You're not a medical person like me. From your perspective of being a non-medical person, what did you think of it? Would you say to a non-medical person, yeah, it's something to see, or would you say, no, don't go? No, I, think, I thought it was interesting. You yeah? You know, seeing, you know, just the different anatomies and different tools they used, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day, you know, for, you know, yeah. primitive. But um, it was it was interesting. I would... I'd recommend it. Yeah. You know, okay. That's good. Was, I mean, there's a lot more we, you know, didn't see. Yeah, know? because I mean, it was. It was a huge museum. So. It's you could spend yeah, probably, you could, probably eight hours. <laughs> you probably could. Yeah. So they have a whole area of um, just specimens to yeah. go through, yeah. and that's just one area. One, it's like wasn't it like two floors? It was two floors, but I think just one floor was specimens, and then the other one had, like, the primitive tools and the history of anesthesia. Yeah, you spent a whole day just looking at all that, you know, and reading and just, Yeah, it was really cool. And, of course, yeah, I was like a kid in a candy store, kind of like, oh, look at this, oh, look at that, that's what this is, this is what that is, you know, it's... I don't know. It was kind of neat. So I I think it's definitely worth going. 
And the best part is they have a little shop and they have these little stuffed, um, they're not stuffed animals because they're stuffed organs. <laughs> they're like little keychains of, you know, like they have an actual liver that is just, you know, it's kind of reddish colored and it's just plush, you know. They've got all those kind of little things. It's just kind of funny. I thought it was amazing and it talks about the British medical history and like I said, it has the displays of all the instruments and the pathology area. Mm -hmm. Definitely interested. Um, we found, let's see, on, on our way out of there, we found a couple shops that were... I don't know they were kind of cool there was one called hall of heroes and forbidden planet yeah. did you want to talk about any of those they had a lot of star wars and harry potter figurines it really wasn't what i was expecting i mean it was just, like you said it was just the comics you know, comics and, and i mean i'm good in comics but i was looking more you know yeah more specific memorabilia yeah memorabilia yeah. yeah and they were more action figures and and like that it wasn't the memorabilia stuff but um, anyway, we you know we went to the usual trinket shops to look around, and and we ended ended our day in uh, downtown Edinburgh, and the plan was basically to go back the next day, and we decided at this time that we would get a hotel room and spend our last two nights in an actual hotel room, which was the best idea we have ever had. And we found a place, um, it was called Premier Lodging. Now, if you go and you take our recommendation, you would think this, this place is off the beaten highway. You would never be able to find this place at all. And it is so clean, it was so nice, and it was, it was $120 for two nights. And I thought it was absolutely awesome. It was really, really cool. The price was right. It was clean. It was close. So we spent the night there. Um, but we got dinner that night at a place called the Copper Top. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And that was right down the street from the hotel. We got an appetizer of charred grill homani cheese. <laughs> I'm so horrible at this pronunciation. Oh I don't know how to pronounce it. It's H-A-L-L. O-U-M-I. And it's on a bed of crisp salad served with a balsamic dressing. We loved it. Remember how good that was? That was good. It was very good. And then I had the traditional steak pie. Um, tender chunks of slow-cooked beef in like a rich gravy sauce. And it was served with peas and carrots and potatoes. You had what was called chicken korma. And that is um, the chef's own sauce that he makes. So it was served with white rice on nan bread. You'd never had nan bread before, no, I don't think. And you liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah. That was a good dinner. That That's when we got the superhuman portion, uh, portions of it. Yes. And we, we almost had like four doggy bags for it because it was so <laughs> huge. You're right. So um, we probably ate a third of the plate. Probably. You know? Uh, we, we didn't know it was huge but well it, yeah how would we know it was like there's the dinner portion or you know the, the waitress said that oh that's right you you're right you could have ordered this portion which they usually get but they don't they're not going to tell you that they yeah they just went ahead and give you the right there were two different portion sizes portion. and she never told us no, that but, there were two different portion sizes but, and we got the big one yeah it was but that's okay yeah but what we did discover is they have really cool water bottles over there. <laughs> or yeah. the, we actually took one. Didn't we? we did. We like brought one home. Yeah. It was a glass water. It's just what the water was served in. Yeah. And um, it's just like um, stored water, water bottle or whatever. It's but still, the design yeah. of it and the yeah. cut of the glass was just really cool. So we took it. So they also gave us at the end, they gave us some mints. Remember those mints? Yeah, what were they called? Oh, they were you know, mints, they like were that. glacier mints. Yeah, and they were, they were um, clear. Yeah, like and I, they're good. They were so good. We ended up buying a bag of them. We found them. We asked her where we could get them, and we, she said, "Oh, you can get those anywhere, like at the dollar store." So that's exactly what we did. What was it called? The pounds. 
The pound, yes. The pound store. <laughs> the pound store. Because their pound is our dollar. <laughs> and then there was one stretch. Stretch. Stretch dollars or stretch. Stretch pound. Stretch pound, yeah. Yeah, it's something weird. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that ended our night, and we got to sleep in a nice bed yeah. and got a nice hot. I mean, we had hot showers every time, but it was just nice sleeping in a hotel room and in an actual and bed. Enclosed, yes, it was nice. Well, we got up the next day, and uh, it was sunny. We were winding down because we were to go home the next day. Uh, so we couldn't spend all... We had to make sure we got home and packed because of all the things that we bought and go through stuff. And, boy, that was that was a thing. But we'll get to that in a minute. But... Um, before we headed to the big city to finish out our day, we went to what is called the Kelpies. Remember the Kelpies? Yeah. So Kelpies are pretty cool. They are 30 meter high horse head sculptures. So they are, they, they're, Kelpies, I guess, are shape-shifting water spirits, so they're called. But these sculptures were done in 2013 and their names reflect the mythological transforming beast possessing the strength and endurance of 10 horses that's where that comes from they are just well they're ginormous Mm -hmm. number one and i don't know exactly what they're made of but it looks like they're made of independent pieces of metal Mm -hmm. and the sun flickers on them so it's real shiny and of course you know me anything that shimmers or sparkly i'm like oh i gotta go see it but they were pretty cool and of course you could pay if you wanted to go inside of them and they would give you this whole history well we number one we weren't going to pay to go in because we're too cheap number two didn't want to and number three they were closed anyway because it was too early Mm -hmm. so there's that but now on to the big city and boy was that cool That was awesome. But let's talk about when you go to a big city, where do you park? Where do you find a park? I mean, Edinburgh or Edinburgh, however you want to pronounce it, is no different than any other city. There was nowhere to park whatsoever. But we did find a parking garage, and we parked in there, right? Mm -hmm. And it was close to right downtown. It was just a really short walk to get to where all the action was. So that's what we did. And the first things first, we had to get our coffee. We had to get our espresso like we normally did. Yeah, yeah a long <laughs> so, hill to you know, walk up. So yeah, there was we, a long hill we yeah, had to we walk up. Espresso. Yep. But we got our espresso. We found a, a great little place called Fatty Owls. Fatty Owls, yeah. Everything was owls. So this is funny because usually when you go, you you order what you want and then you pay for it and then you go to the end of the counter and you pick it up. And that's with like almost any coffee shop. And of course, just like it is here. Well, not this place. This place, it's actually like a restaurant. You go and you get your coffee and then you... She didn't bring us a check, but we got up and we started to leave and we were talking and... And the lady and I, and I said, okay, well, you know, have a nice day. And she goes, well, are you going to pay for your coffee? (laughs) I felt absolutely horrible. I said, I am so sorry. I so used to paying for it ahead of time. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I'm probably giving Americans a bad name. But she laughed and she said it was okay. And so moving on, but. It was kind of funny at the time, at the time, but, um, then, so on our way, as we left there and we went on our way, we found a, a really cool vinyl record shop, which hmm. you're into the right. vinyl records. Uh-huh. What'd you think of that place? I thought it was pretty cool. They had, you know, alternative, they had some classics in there. Mm-hmm. Um, very limited on smell, uh, movie soundtracks, but, yeah. um, but yeah, it was, it was small, yeah. but had a quite a few selections okay it was called aussie records if that's how you pronounce it a s s a i yeah yeah it was neat they had the newest turntables that had been yeah. that came out and uh-huh. they had a couple to choose from from there so uh-huh. yeah well 
onward and upward, right? Mm -hmm. And then we made it to the backside of Edinburgh Castle. Mm -hmm. And that was where we, where you said it was all uphill. That was, because uh, we went around the backside just because of where we parked and where we were starting out. And boy, that was, that was hard to walk up. But when you make it around the side, you come across what is called the Royal Mile. So the Royal Mile is basically from the entrance of the castle a mile straight ahead. And it's all cobblestone. It is all shops all along there, all from, it's all authentic. I don't think they've really changed anything other than upkept, you know, what was already there. There's um, narrow streets off of the Royal Mile. And of course they have little apartments, little houses. They have restaurants and attractions and it, it's just an architect's dream. At least that's how I look at it. And all the alleys that go off of the the mile, it like it leads down stairs and then down another set of stairs. It's almost like having another town, like down those stairs. Mm -hmm. Because then there's a whole other set of sure. shops and apartments and storefronts. And speaking of storefronts, all their storefronts are decorated with flowers above the doorways or um, around the whole entire entrance or underneath the window. And I don't know. It's just very quaint and like very welcoming. Three or four stories, too. I mean, it's, they're in big... That's true. You know, buildings. Yeah. You know, castle. Like, just... Yeah. Pretty cool. It is. It's, it's awesome. Well, we, we, as we were looking, of course, we got hungry, and we came upon what was called Deacon's House Cafe, and we sat outside, oh, and yeah. it was all stone, yeah. and very cool with the little white lights. It was actually in the back of an alley, yeah. is where they had it, had the seats yeah, like set up. set up. It was really cool. They had hanging baskets of flowers in abundance everywhere. That was really neat. And it was a beautiful day. It was. Yeah. I had a ham and cheese sandwich um, with potato and leek soup. And boy, I, that was delicious. You had, I wrote, you had a tuna with a corn mix in it. A sandwich with fresh side salad. I remember you saying it was good. And it was baked on a multi-grain bread. Yeah. And their breads are all made fresh. Oh, yeah. 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 It was absolutely they don't just... skim on the... Yeah, they don't... They don't skimp. They don't, nope. They don't skimp on it. Yeah. Well, we had to walk that off. So we headed down the Royal Mile for some more to see what we could, could find. So there's all kinds of people, street... People singing. Performers, yeah. Performers yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. that uh, magician was out there. That was cool. Yeah, there was a magician. Um, Bagpipe players. Bagpipers, yeah, violinist. Yeah. Really cool. They were very, very cool. I do have video of all of that. Again, you can mm -hmm. see that on our YouTube channel. Got all kinds of video of that. And then we came upon St. Giles Cathedral. Cathedral. And wow. When you stand next to that place, you feel very small because it is enormous. It is just massive in size. And it's got black mold all over it from the weather and the rain. And that just makes it look just even more I don't, unique and yeah. mesmerizing. The whole city was like that, you know. It's just, true. You know, yeah, it's black true. Black yeah. like a dingy kind of city, but it was... Yeah. Yeah, it had gorgeous uh, stained glass windows yeah. and hanging chandeliers and the giant rafters and all the decorated pillars with the carvings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could go, I could do a whole episode just on that. But anyway, well, we continu continued our uh, trinket shopping and we picked up some great mementos to remember. We got you a nice leather bag, um, oh, nice. handmade. Um, computer case, I guess you would say, and um, I picked up a purse, and um, which I'm about ready to to get out. <laughs> um, I wouldn't spend, I would say, I wouldn't spend a lot of time 
going, trying to find the cheapest, who has the cheapest price for the cashmere sweater or scarf. You're only going to find a difference of maybe a pound or two. Just buy it when you see it, if you like it, because you're really not going to find a better deal. They're all the same. They're all the same. They all have the same thing. They all have the same colors. It, so don't spend your time with that. If you see it and you like it, just get it. That's that's what I, I think. There were only one or two antique shops that I found, and I really liked going in there. And that was neat. Um, I did buy a wooden spoon that was painted. I really don't know anything about it. I need to look it up. I don't think it's haunted. We haven't had anything happen. I don't think there's any entities attached to it. I get scared of that stuff. Well, anyway, okay, by this time, it was lunchtime. We were hungry, and of course, we opted for the fish and chips at an authentic um, place. That was um, called Albedax, and that was awesome. They had reasonable prices. It was just a, a Scottish pub that was along the Royal Mile. Of course, there were a lot of people in there. Yeah. Along the way, of course, we you know had to get our espressos and our cappuccinos and all of that. Our charge card was on fire, needless to say. <laughs> We picked up a few things for everybody on the way, on the way, and I don't know. That was fun. The Royal Mile I, is definitely a must-see, although it's um, tourist attraction. There's a ton of people there. I still think it's something you need to do. Yeah, I, def- I definitely recommend that over Dublin, Ireland. I think I miss. Yeah, know, it's different than it's Dublin. Different. It's got a lot of history. You know, obviously Dublin does too, but you know, not as not as. Uh, well, Dublin has Trinity College. Royal. Yeah, I guess where going in. Yeah. yeah, where I think Scotland has the Royal Mile. I guess because the castle's right there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it's definitely a must-do. Uh, now, I liked it for our last day rather than maybe a first I day. Too. I did too. Because, yeah, once you kind of see everything, then you kind of know like what you would like to get to remember your trip by. Mm-hmm. So rather than buying stuff right off the bat, you kind of like... You know, you've already done everything, and it's like, okay, what would I like to take home that I'm going to remember this vacation about, you know, from? I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. And it was more relaxing because it was just strolling. It was just window shopping. It wasn't hiking up a mountain. It wasn't, you know, walking. It was a lot of walking, but you weren't walking on, you know, ground as far as you know mountains and rocks and that thing and so back to the so back to the garage to the parking garage and we get our car and as we're pulling out we go to pay and we put our ticket in and I am not joking I'm not exaggerating when I say this parking how many hours were we there Six, maybe? No, really? You think? Maybe five. You think we were there that long? Maybe we were. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not, about five or six. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just... Wow, we were. Yeah, maybe we were. Yeah. I just didn't realize it. Wow. I am not kidding. It said 30 pounds. What? I, I was astonished mm-hmm. that it was 30 pounds to park. I thought that was... Absolutely ridiculous. I think that's highway robbery. I don't care if you're downtown or not. But what are you going to do? You have to pay it. But that I just was not expecting that amount. So again, note to self, check your parking prices. But you can't park on the street because then you got to go back and you got to pay the yeah, thing. Yeah, just like, like a meter. Times or yeah. Two hour times. And who's going to walk back when you're in the middle? In the city, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to do that. So chalk that up to experience. Mm-hmm. And then, um, okay, so we paid that. We made it back to our room. And boy, was that a task of putting our suitcases back together and our backpacks. Yeah. That took a minute, that didn't it? It was a it? task, yeah. It was a task. 
So there were a lot of things that we could get rid of. I bet the maids were like, what happened? <laughs> because, you know, we took all the bags that we could take out and, you know, yeah, we left all that kind of stuff. Behind. Yep, whatever behind. Um, but that it, it definitely took a minute. So you, you have to make sure that you leave room for your trinkets that you're going to bring home, which we did. We knew we were going to, but it just, you know, sometimes gets gets a little more than what you thought but um we got a good night's sleep we had to get up the next day we were flying home we were ready to go home i think you know it was time to go i mean it had been two weeks and it was a great vacation mm-hmm. kind of sad to see that it was over but i was ready to sleep in our own bed yeah, I was too. and get back to a routine you know mm-hmm. Um, okay, so our last morning we wake up. Um, it was running about 54 degrees. The sun was shining, bright puffy clouds. And of course, we, you know, we loaded everything the the night before and we had everything done. Now, what happened with our rental car is the office didn't open till 8. And we had to be there at the airport at eight which meant we were returning our car at six something like that and the agent had told us that we needed to bring the car back to the same point remember right and we were like what are we going to do do we try calling the phone number blah 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 well then we saw to our left that there was um it was another like rental car company that had its name on it but anyway we ended up figuring out somebody we found somebody and told us we just pull through there and park but it would have been nice if they would have explained that to us along the way because i started to panic because we we're like what are we going to do with the car we're going to be late what do we do with the keys there's nobody to tell and i mean that caused undue anxiety mm-hmm. we didn't need that so uh, you know, even though you think they told you, I guess you just make sure that you understand. I don't, I'm going to be overly asking questions the next time. They're going to probably think I'm stupid. But anyway, it, it worked out, but it still was just needless anxiety. But we had to, you know, we had to catch our shuttle. And they, let me tell you right now. They do not help you with the bags like they do here. You put your own bag on the shuttle. You take your own bag off. And we looked like we did not know what we were doing. <laughs> it, it looked like we had two left feet. It was kind of funny. But um, anyway, we get to the airport. And there wasn't a line at all. There was only a few couples in front of us. So that was easy. And so... What we did at that point is as we put our luggage on the scale, we were both holding our breath because we were like, what are we going to do if this is over 50 pounds? Because we each had a backpack. We each had another carry-on and then a piece of luggage. We had no room if we had to take anything out of our luggage. So note to self, we're buying a scale (laughs) because again undue anxiety by what if our bag weighed more than what it was supposed to yeah because we had glass bottles we had other stuff you know that we got there you know purchased yeah so we didn't know we didn't know no so we were holding our breath and you are not going to believe this both of our each of our bags each of our suitcases which we took the great big ones i'm not kidding each one of them weighed 49 pounds i made a note of that 49 pounds thank you baby jesus (laughs) again this is anxiety that can be totally eliminated if you have the right tools it could have been a little easier if we would have just bought the scale but no so note to self and then okay so we get to the gate well actually we didn't know where the gate was let me back up we didn't know where the gate was and we thought we were going to be delayed and so the lady at the counter informed us of the gate and that we were definitely delayed so thank god we were delayed and then we were like well what do we do now well yeah get a cappuccino you're in scotland for god's sake (laughs) so we got our cappuccino 
and that's that's our new mo you know so um we so here's the mistake that i made which i said and i told kevin this but it was so early in the morning and i was trying to teach him but i broke one of my rules you never ever ever buy anything before going through security no food no drink none of that no snacks before going through security did i say do not buy drinks or food before security because you have to throw the darn stuff away so here we got these wonderful cappuccinos and we've got to throw them away because by this time it's time to you know get to our gate because we've already you know gone through our delay but anyway we get to security and you know that's a headache and you got to take off your shoes oh now though if you are um you do not have to take off your shoes so that is a good thing um even if you're wearing tennis shoes so that's a good thing and then they also provide they provide plastic bags so to put your toiletries in if you don't have anything like that because you know they got to see your three ounce bottle and of course they see something in my bag i've got to take it all apart and it was my tiny little vase that i got at waterford crystal and i don't know if you know how they pack waterford crystal so it's in a box and then there's foam in the box and then there is okay so let me do it this way the vase is in a cardboard tube that has foam in it that's in a plastic bag that's in a box that has foam in that and it's just ridiculous and i had to take it all apart for them to see it and of course once they see it they go okay thank you and then you know on to the next thing and they don't even give you time to like put in put any of it away before you know somebody else is trying to shove you out of the way and then uh let's see we boarded the plane after that there wasn't anything eventful until we got on the plane but what was cool when we got on the plane we got to see greenland yeah that was cool remember that oh yeah so there was this big commotion across from us and kevin was like ask them what they're doing ask them what they're seeing and i'm like i don't want to (laughs) but i i eventually did because i was sitting in the aisle and so the stewardess tells us that they can that we can see greenland and so she took pictures for us with my phone because she was right at the window and then we got to see a little bit of it so that was cool it was all snow covered and and like that but that was really cool Uh usually they announce when you're flying past you know to your left you'll see greenland but usually i mean i've had that happen so i don't know why they didn't do that but oh well they didn't do that um flight was pretty good on the way back we got to see you know the snow covered mountaintops and that was really cold and um but we were bored and we slept and we ate and then we landed in toronto canada and we had a four and a half layover before we got to come back to columbus but we made it back and the momentum was starting to you know wind down we did make it home we got our hot showers some food in our own bed so that ended our ireland scotland trip two weeks well a little more than two weeks yeah that was an adventure that's for sure it was awesome wasn't it yeah i loved it i would do it all again i would too learn some things yeah definitely see other things that we never seen Yeah. yeah it's true and not a lot of people get to do that i feel very fortunate yeah i feel very fortunate that we got to do that it's on a lot of people's bucket list and they never get to do it and you have to plan for it you can't say well i'm never gonna have the money or we have to wait until we have the money you need to make the goal and then work towards that goal Mm -hmm. you know i think yeah that's true well we have many adventures that we have planned coming up don't we we? so you're gonna have to stay tuned because this one I think we'll be able to do some episodes as we plan our next adventure. What do you think about that? I think so, too. And we have others for reviews, and we have uh, some music coming up as well, some vinyls, and 
other areas. So, and we have some short little places that we went to for like the day that we can do um, some podcast on that I think they might be interested in. Yeah, you got a new juicer, so we'll be uh, talking about that soon. So, yes, I got a juicer. Yeah, other things we'll be uh, discussing. Yeah, we're delving into some juicing. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, Earthscapers, stay tuned for our next big adventure that is coming up in May 2020. You are absolutely going to love this one. And if you're living vicariously through us, that's okay. Well, that's it. We're going to say goodnight. And as we say, make memories, not excuses.